So sometimes we say we're not going to yell at our kids about dirty rooms. So we yell at our kids about dirty rooms. Yeah. It's okay. It's life. All because of one egg. <laughs> one rotten one, egg. One bad egg. <laughs> be the bad egg. Eggs. <laughs> one bad egg in the butt. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. And we're live. We are live from the basement of our house. I still really want to get an on-air thing for above the door. You mean oh. an on-air light? A, a light. light. Thank you. <laughs> They're really hard to come up with what those things are. <laughs> <laughs> on-air light. A light. An on-air light. I went and recorded for a podcast yesterday, and it was in person because it was here in town, which I wasn't expecting. It was super awesome. It's always fun to record in person. Yeah, yesterday afternoon I worked from home again. And uh, she's like, okay, I'm going to need the office down at 2 o'clock for my interview. <laughs> then at like one thirty or 1 o'clock, she's like, oh, uh, this interview is actually in person. <laughs> I have to leave my house. I will and go have to her. be leaving. <laughs> Good thing you knew that 30 minutes in advance. Yeah. But they had an on-air light. Uh, I was like, I want an on air. You mean an on air thingy? An on air thingy. <laughs> That's the correct term. <laughs> yes. Uh, the podcast was called Raw Thoughts. And did you that. share your R A W thoughts? Sure did. So many raw thoughts. I have a feeling today I'm going to spell out a lot of words. Can't Why? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just feeling like I should probably work on my spelling. Do you need to start wordling? No. Penny and I have been wordling in her bed in the morning when she gets up. It's the perfect way to wake her up. I've decided I crawl in bed with her and we wordle. And then she's like all perky afterwards. So is she she's perky just... after she gets the wordle? Or is do you always get the wordle when you're in bed? We, we don't get out of bed until we get the wordle. <laughs> so she's going to be late for school more often. No. Plus school's only for a few more days, so... We're fine. Until next year. Actually, when we air this episode, it will be done. The last day of Done-zo. school. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Uh, this You're is, excited for that? This is going to be a whole new thing for me. Yeah. I've never had Penny all day in the summers. <laughs> yeah. We haven't talked about that. As, I mean, I, I guess that's just... Things we haven't talked about for co-parenting. <laughs> this is how we roll. Yeah. <laughs> I'm flexible however we want that to look. I mean, I'll be gone in three-hour blocks quite often yeah. for flying in ground school, either two to three hours if it's a fly day or a fly and school day. We'll just feel it out. She'll either be on her own or she'll be with Jalen or she can come here or whatever anyway, she wants. We'll figure it out. Yeah. It is weird. It's yeah. That like weird recently dawned on me like, <gasps> you mean in the last five minutes? <laughs> no, it was days ago, <laughs> weeks ago. But first time we've talked about it. <laughs> yeah. I was just looking at, I was going to change the calendar because now I pick her up at 3.15, not five. Yeah. And I was going to change those. And then I was like, oh, but school's almost out. And then it'll just be a big block. So crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to figure that out. <laughs> it's going to be weird for me. I know. This will be the first time 
like potentially, unless she comes to hang with you while I'm in flight school, but even on my days, you've still seen her almost every day. I know. Other than weekends, like there's a, (laughs) I mean, there's a, there's plenty of times where Friday through Sunday Sunday or Monday, you don't see her, but you know, even when it's my week, you've usually been picking her up from school and then I get her from you at five or you take her to school, pick her up at my house, take her to school, whatever. Send me help people. (laughs) It'll be fine. Yeah. We'll make it through this transition. What do you need help with? I'm trying to figure that out. Send me support. What do you need support that with? I can that I can be okay not seeing my kid? Oh, oh yeah, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> You're probably yeah. gonna love I, it. I've got Matt support. We're yeah. good. <laughs> We're gonna be all right. It'll be interesting to see how Penny does with that. Yeah, she's very much a mama's girl. Yeah, I mean she's daddy's girl in other ways, but this has been she a good does balance. Like though. to yeah. see me, she always has struggled being away from you mm-hmm. long term compared to being away from me. Yeah. Like, sorry, Steve. That's fine. I'm glad that you're he totally makes the fine most with of that. it. <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. It's uh, interesting. Steve just got back from Hawaii. I did. How was that trip? It was amazing. Such a cool island. I want to move there. Yeah, you every guys, trip. Want to come? Steve, yeah, every trip Steve goes on when he comes back, he always says he wants to move there. That's true. <laughs> That's this true. is the funny thing about Steve. <laughs> the funny thing is, is like I thought about la- that last night as I was as I was getting ready to fall asleep. You I'm were like, prepared for me to invite you. Yeah, guys I'm like, to move to Hawaii. yeah, I'm like, Steve's getting home. Okay, so he's gonna want to move there, <laughs> and um, we're gonna have to have that co- little conversation. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man, it's a very cool island. Which island did you Maui. go to? Okay, just the one island. We thought about island hopping, but we're like, no, let's just. Enjoy the heck out of this one. Get to see as much as possible. We still don't get to all of it. There were and you just things. got back late last night? Yeah. One o'clock this morning. One o'clock this morning. Okay. Which I forgot was one so o'clock because I was still on Hawaii time. So I started texting a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm back. What are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> no one responded. Weird. So weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. That's great. I'm uh I'm on crutches. I was gonna say we want <laughs> yeah, to let's, talk about Yes, let's talk about the elephant in the room here. <laughs> Steve rolls the, in the elevated on foot crutches. The crutches. I think I might have a broken foot or at least a broken toe. Let's... At least an injured foot and toe. <laughs> Last time we recorded we talked about doing stretches to help your feet. And I really think okay, I figured out what the problem is there. It's from flying. Okay. The next, because after our conversation, you talk, you showed me those stretches, which did help, and it's definitely worse in the morning. Uh-huh. After you pointed that out, I totally realized that, or like the next morning, thought it through. But the next time I flew, I was immediately like, "Okay, this is it, for an hour and a half at a time." Pedals. Yeah, I'm pedaling. I have my yeah. feet flexed. So on your these arches pedals. are constantly flexed, constantly, and most of the time, my heels are on the ground and my feet are pulled back. So it's. I don't know. It's just stretching. Yeah. Okay. Point is, I'm, I'm for an hour and a half a day. I'm doing this foot thing that I wasn't doing before, and while it's not like a strenuous activity, it's a new activity, and yeah. it has just tightened up a lot of muscles that now need a lot more stretching and weren't getting it. And there wasn't like a, I didn't, I don't remember like hitting a rock or anything. I was body surfing, and it's one of those where I just kind of got slammed around. <laughs> but when I came out, my foot hurt, and I and started swelling and. Anyway, it was probably something tied to tight muscles and then being in cold water and who knows, but. Wave slamming you down. Wave slamming me down. 
First well, question I asked was how, how much alcohol was involved. <laughs> a fair amount. Okay. <laughs> a fair amount. Because the last worth. time you broke your the last time you broke your foot or your ankle, didn't that involve No, the last time I did this, okay, this is all very reminiscent because this is the second time I have broken my foot on a beach the night before I fly home. Yeah. And I end up hobbling through an airport and halfway I give up and say, I think this is broken and I need a wheelchair. <laughs> Same thing happened. But point is, last time I was sober. I had been drinking on the beach all week. And that last day I was like, I think I need a sober day. I need a little break from alcohol. And, and that's the day I broke it. Huh. This time, no. This time I was not sober. <laughs> but uh, anyway, very reminiscent. I haven't actually seen a doctor. This is all just self-diagnosis, but it feels very similar to last time. So I'm just... And last time they put you in a boot? They put me in a boot and on crutches and said, don't step on it for six to eight weeks. So I'm probably just going to do that. I have a boot that's arriving today. Same foot? Same foot, different metatarsal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Based on how it's feeling today, I think it's probably actually the toe, the <laughs> proximal flange. Yeah, yeah. The second one. Yeah. But we'll see. So I'll... Probably just treat it like a busted foot and go get it x-rayed in a few weeks. See if it's healed up. <laughs> but broken foot, you know what that means. <laughs> We're going to Lagoon, y'all. I immediately texted Penny and said, good news and bad. Bad news, I broke my foot. Good news is, and before I even said it, she was responding with, let's go to Lagoon. <laughs> we can skip the lines. <laughs> and I literally was joking about this with my sister. And it was a year ago that Penny had broke hers, correct? Uh -huh. It was the, yep. least, was the yeah. last summer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you think the staff at Lagoon may see a pattern here? <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah. At least it's not Penny again. They won't yeah. be calling yeah. Child Protective Services. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. so if anyone wants to join us at Lagoon this Saturday, oh, it will have already passed. <laughs> if anyone sees us at Lagoon last Saturday, <laughs> say hi. <laughs> Don't get mad that we get to go straight to the front of the line and that we then get to ride it twice. That's the part that ticks people off is yeah. when you get a you're like go. you're at the roller coaster, they're next at the gate. Especially like, you know, you're with your friends, so you're next in line and then then and then like you're all riding on the same one. And then the gate opens and the people don't get out because they're riding twice. Because you get to go twice. Yeah. Not only just get the line, but you ride twice in a row. And some people were just like, well, we like, we timed it so we could ride with our friends. I'm just like, sorry, broken foot. <laughs> <laughs> Crushing dreams. Yeah. One line, I don't know. Maybe one it's not actually. Skip at a time. Maybe this isn't actually broken. Maybe it's just a jammed toe or whatever, and I'll be fine in a week. So. Good thing we're going this weekend. <laughs> Steve is not risking. No, I'm. This I'm not risking this not being broken. I think it is, but in case it's not. <laughs> so you don't even like need a doctor's note or anything. No, no, you don't need. You anything. just need a. You just need a boot. I don't think you even need that. I bet if you just said, "Hey, I'm injured and I need a wheelchair," they'd give it to you. I don't know. You'd probably get a lot of like nasty looks, and people might doubt you. But but you're gonna make sure you have a boot on there. Yeah, yeah, I am, I'll, I'll be in the boot. That's not why I'm getting the boot. <laughs> getting the boot, so I sure, won't Steve. continue to screw up my foot. But we okay. just like to mess with you. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so you guys want to come? Um, <laughs> I have a pickleball tournament. Of course you do. And Saturday. He's leaving town, and I fly out to St. Louis 
Sunday afternoon. Mm. What's in St. Louis? Uh, Mastermind. Mastermind. Yes. Cool. Yeah, my team today told me whenever I say that, like, they think I'm just going to go, like, shoot guns and, like, play and, like, build jumps. And, Are yeah. you serious? I, yeah, I've heard Heather and Trista say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they think that's what you're doing? Yeah. Like, that is just, like, a retreat with, like, business with, like, people. Shoot, shooting guns and <laughs> riding four-wheelers around. So, like, yeah. I think because they know the group you're going with. But say, there's I probably some of that, isn't there? That. No. No. Really? Oh. No. It's it's a full on business. I mean, anytime I've been time. to a business conference, they always have, you know, it's like all morning you're doing the whatever workshops and then you get to choose from the sand dune buggy or the, <laughs> That's because it's like a corporate Yeah, it was always corporate to. stuff. This is yeah. not that. Yeah, this is very intimate. Like, there's Well, you guys people. went on that one and you got to ride, could have ridden the Harry Potter train. Like, That's different. <laughs> okay. That wasn't a mastermind. That was a- That was a big conference. Conference. Yeah. Okay, like I don't know what- Like a convention. Then what is a mastermind? Because I was just picturing like an entrepreneur's conference. Yeah, so a mastermind basically is a group of individuals, limited- amount of individuals who get together and only the most masterful minds correct and they talk whatever they want to talk about usually there's you know a hot seat and then you, you get to discuss amongst the group what you're a hot seat for an individual yeah. who yeah so is like, that what you were last time when you spoke no that that was like presented? that was a speaking like mm, hey okay. we want you to be one of the speakers kind of thing so hmm. well, anyways cool. Yeah, just a bunch of masterminding of business owners and all that. That's exciting. Yeah. So you're on your own. You're on your own with right. Penny. I invited all my family too. We'll see if any of them can come. Funsies. Yeah. Take the whole, like, okay, I guess that's another question about this whole, I'm um, skipping the line, like how big The whole a, group. How big of a group? There though? was a group there last time that was probably 35 people. Okay, I'm exaggerating. Probably 16 people. And they all And the skip. whole group of 16 got to just uh -huh. cut in line because of one broken... Uh-huh. One... Okay. Uh-huh. Interesting. Looks like we could do a f whole family reunion. I know. I actually thought, hey, maybe now's the time to, like, get to <laughs> go to Orlando to get Penny to Harry Potter World or go to Disneyland or <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's thinking big now. I know. Yeah. You gotta take advantage of these situations. <laughs> you know what situation I didn't take advantage of is people in a wheelchair get to skip the security line at the Maui airport. We almost missed our flight because the line was so dang long. And I was stubborn and was like, no, I'm fine. I don't need a wheelchair. And had I been in a wheelchair, I would not have had to run with a broken foot to our gate. <laughs> See, should have taken advantage. Should have taken advantage. Silliness. We have a couple things we need to announce today. Let's hear them. Okay. One big one. <laughs> We're taking a break for the summer. So that officially begins. Yeah, but our episodes aren't taking a break. There will be an episode every other week. Okay. That we will be re-airing. Re it will be a rerun. Yes, a rerun. So stay tuned for those. Have you selected those? Have. Last time there were just like random ones that were some of our mm -hmm. more popular ones. We have a schedule. It is it has been submitted. So you will I just got be a, sure to tune into those. Caught a glimpse of my eyebrows. They're a little bushy. I need to <laughs> get them trimmed. Matt, if you can see your own eyebrows, they're more than a little bushy. 
Oh, I don't know if I have ever seen my eyebrows. Okay. Like, I'm trying <laughs> right now. I can't see mine. I know that. Oh, my gosh. I wish you could have seen Steve's face. I think I think those are lashes. Okay. Not okay, guys. Okay. Focus. <laughs> Maybe you should grow out your eyebrows for a live event no. when we start back up. You wouldn't let me. <laughs> I have to trim mine. I have these like five really thick white eyebrows <laughs> on one side that I inherited from my grandpa Jr. He had these eyebrows that they were amazing. They were amazing. Grandpa Jr.'s eyebrows. And I swear that if if Grandma Renee didn't like back him into a corner and make him hold still while she trimmed them, they probably he could have like grown him out to his chin. I swear. Okay. Anyway, Can I inherited some of those. <laughs> You're the one who kept it going after you rained us back in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who just got off topic here? One of our listeners, please tell us who's going. I'll take the uh, responsibility there. <laughs> so what were we supposed to be talking about? We're taking a break for mm-hmm. the summer. That was one one of the big announcements. We will be re-airing some episodes throughout the summer. There will be some announcements coming out about the retreat that will be held in September And about the live event we are holding at the end of that retreat. So you can buy, if you buy a ticket to the retreat, you can include this. Like it will be included if you want to come to the live event. But also you can get tickets to just the live event. Also you can get tickets just to the live event. It will be happening September 10th. Is that what we just said? Will Steve's foot be okay by then? It definitely will. (laughs) It will be okay enough for him to do what he's doing. I can still do everything I'm going to (laughs) do. Just. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So stay tuned for announcements about that. The other thing is right now we are opening sales up for our coloring books. So if you are wanting to be an ally to open up conversations in your home around the LGBTQ topic. Or if you just want a cool coloring book. Or if you want an awesome coloring book that's really fun, that's very inclusive Go pick one up. We are super excited that we have these. And perfect time to bring them out again is for Pride Month. So June is Pride Month, and we encourage you to educate yourself. They're and, coming out of the closet, folks. <laughs> and to support queer-owned... That was queer a almost. That's crazy. Isn't that That's crazy, huh? Uh, support queer-owned businesses, So, which technically ours is because Steve is a part of it, which <laughs> makes me laugh. Yep. Why does that make I, you I laugh? I don't know. I don't think of us that way. And a lot of people don't think of us that way. I've had people call us out on that. Really? Like, but we are a... Call us out how? Like, like I you... shouldn't be trying to make uh... money off of the queer community because I am not a part of that community. I'm like, I feel like I'm very much a part of that community. I understand also, where they're coming from, but I'm not trying to make money. I'm trying to don't. help and support. <laughs> There, there have been some things that cost money, but that's covering yeah, it's a just portion covering our of costs. the costs. Mm-hmm. The majority of it goes to covering our costs. Anyways, it's just a great opportunity for you to be able to show love and support to your friends and family who are queer. Open up that door. Go pick up your coloring books. Give them as gifts you rem- to your friends. I think they're awesome. Do you remember as, like, as a kid when they do coloring contests at the grocery store? Yes. Do we need to do a coloring Let's contest? Let's do a coloring contest. <laughs> the picture okay. of Penny and Steve. <laughs> oh. Submit your pictures, your color, your 
what is it? What am I trying to say? Colorings? Mm-hmm. Is it colorings? Is your that what colorings. I call that? Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're calling you're not it. drawing it. Submit your colorings. <laughs> Post them on social media and tag us, and you will be entered into a coloring contest. That'd be super fun. We'll give you some options of prizes. Because I was going to say you can have a ticket to live event, but some people won't be able to make it to the live event. So we'll give you an option, either a and ticket to the live event scalping or... tickets and a whole thing. <laughs> we don't want to encourage that type of behavior. No, but one option would be a ticket to We don't have to go over the option. Live, and then I don't know the other option. For a prize. Yeah, we will get you prizes. <laughs> Steve looks like he's got something, like his mind's going about a prize for this coloring contest. Maybe I don't the know. first piece of our lingerie line. Oh, <laughs> Matt, did you look at the options I sent you? <laughs> yes, I did. He goes, why is Steve sending me these pictures or these links? I'm like, Most... we just discussed it. What'd you think? <laughs> I wasn't. I, I deleted Most... them. So... You what? He deleted them. You didn't even open them? No, he opened them. Oh, I opened them. What'd you delete? Oh, I just... Like, he doesn't have them anymore. Oh, no, I, did. well, I, I don't didn't. Care. I have them. I, they're, they're still on my phone. Yes, yes. I just, they were just websites that sell. Yeah, yeah. Most of them were pretty conservative. The last one I sent you, I was like, oh, I'll spice it up a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is that um, because it is, when's your birthday? May 29th. Oh, month. so it's coming up. Coming right up. Oh. Right. And um, you can some of me. your family members have been trying to figure out where you shop. <laughs> And so, so we are sending them some links. Matt just forwarded those links on to them. Stop it. <laughs> you are no. making him squirm so bad right now. You'll find out. That's hilarious. <laughs> not really. We did not forward those links to your okay, family, Because I couldn't think of who would possibly have reached out to you guys about that. Oh, well. that would have been so funny. Too funny. <laughs> your mom. Mm. <laughs> Matt, Matt can't handle it. Wow. <laughs> we love you, Steve's mom. <laughs> so those are the big things. Stay tuned. We will be taking a break, but there will be episodes dropping. Um, and in those, we will be sharing some things that you might be interested in. So be sure to tune in. And they're gonna be awesome episodes, very shareable episodes. So if you want to support our podcast and gr- help us grow, that'd be an amazing way to do that. And we'd super appreciate it, as well as leaving ratings and reviews. It's always welcomed as well. Speaking of, we haven't read any ratings or reviews. Have they been coming in? We haven't in? actually asked for any for a long time. And oh, so no, they does that make have a difference? Been coming oh, yeah. In. I mean, so we yes. got a bunch because we were asking. When we ask people, oh. it's like, oh, yeah, I could go do that. But otherwise, we do enjoy them. So. Yeah, if you have it, not left a review or a rating, like either one, if you want to leave both, that helps a ton. But if it's just one or the other, that'd be great. Okay, so something we asked for for today's episode was people to send in things they said they would never do. So the last two episodes, mm-hmm. we've been talking about things we said we would never do that we do now. Yeah, And we had asked for people to share with us things they said they would never do. And I was totally thinking we would get kind of like light, funny things. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the ones that we got were pretty intense. Deep. Yeah, deep. I mean, like somebody said they never thought they would leave the Mormon church, which I know we have quite a few followers who are in that boat who thought they would never leave and have. And so that, I mean, was a little deep. But 
not unexpected. But somebody also, some of the other things were like somebody said that they're staying in a marriage that they're not happy in. And that just like crushed my heart <laughs> of, oh. of people staying in marriages that they're unhappy in. And I like went off about this this morning, huh, Matt? Yeah, you yeah. did. Went off about it how? <laughs> so, I mean, I work with women who have had a partner come out. And often in that situation, they come to me when they are undecided as to whether they are staying or leaving. Mm -hmm. And the thing that got me all riled up, and I think it's because I relate to this and I felt this, is that they're afraid to leave or they they are waiting for the other person to make that decision. Mm -hmm. They're just waiting on the Steves in the relationship to say, okay, I'm done. And then they're like, okay, now I can be divorced. And and they're like, what do I do until they make this decision and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but what do you want? Do you want to stay in this relationship? We're sitting here like waiting for the other person to decide for us. And they don't want to make that decision either. <laughs> and ultimately, the reality, I mean, probably what that person wants is for their husband to not be gay and not want that to move forward with that but that's not the reality and if they have the facts i mean at least in scenarios where that is the reality like i think i don't know it's just i think a lot of times so i'm only speaking from my own experience right and i think when i was going through this i was on that side of waiting right Mm -hmm. waiting for my partner to take the action right yeah and letting me know, hey, this is what's going to be happening. Why? Because it was their choice, right? And so I think as human beings, a lot of times we have this tendency to want to make sure that we can blame somebody else for an action that is taken that may look bad for us, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I was thinking more about this after we had our discussion this morning on our nice little bike ride, it was a I wanted that that action to not be on my shoulders. See, you use the word blame, but I think there's even an aspect of just blame can be a little harsh, but I think there's even an aspect of just you want to be alleviated of that responsibility or like being the one right? that made like, that you that don't said want to be the loud. one who walked away. Right. Who ended it. Right. And it. Yeah. and so when Anne and I were initially going through our separation, I made it very clear to Anne that hey if this is what you want, then you are going to have to go through the steps to take the actions in making this happen, which was, you know, filing all of the paperwork with the state and all of that, right? And so I didn't want to take on that responsibility because I wasn't the one choosing to get divorced. If she didn't do all that, would you have stayed married? Oh, he ultimately had to do it. I ultimately had to do it because we were separated for almost a full year. Mm. And nothing was happening. And I said, screw it. I'm just, I'm going to take the actions because she's clearly not going to do it. Mm. And so I took the actions to do it. So how do you think that ties into the scenario that Jessica's talking about? This is exactly what I see with 99% of the women I work with is they're like, okay, well, I'm willing to say, I'm willing to say. And then the, the partner, the husband is like, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. And then 
even once they decide they're going to leave, they still won't take that action of actually filing or actually doing I know, anything. I couldn't. So I you didn't. couldn't. And I that's what I tell them. I'm like, you in know. In both scenarios, in both you mm-hmm. saying, I'm leaving. I had I'm to say away. it. We're going to get divorced. You had to do it and say it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't and wouldn't have. Mm-mm. And then when it actually came time to sign papers and such, I also could barely even do you it. You were freaking out. So Even though, like I reminded somebody today on a call, even though Steve was living with somebody else. I still could not bring myself. Still could not bring yourself to do that. And we talked to about this. To do it and to face the reality yeah. of it and to, to face the finalization mm-hmm. of it. Like it was just terrifying. Yeah. And so I get why people stay in a marriage, but also I just want to like the story that we're telling ourselves about the divorce itself of the shame of the failure of whatever is what actually keeps us from making that action. That's what's keeping us there. And people convince themselves that this is better for their kids if they stay together. And I just like got so worked up about it this morning because I'm like, take the dang action. Like, let's own what we want. And ultimately, what we want isn't to stay in a marriage where we're not really chosen or wanted in all of the ways. Because, I mean, we could have stayed married, but neither of us would have been completely fulfilled. No, it wouldn't have been what either of us. And is that what we want for our daughter? No. No, we want her to find a relationship like that. And so I just, we get so hung up on the fact that it looks like a failure or the fact that like the story we've had in our head about divorce that we can't take the steps to get ourselves out of it when really there is there could be so much more joy and happiness on the other side and i'm not telling people to get divorced but i am saying if it is that deep on your heart yeah consider it well and that's that's what i was just going to say is that i knew on my heart that it was really inevitable it was inevitable that that ann and i were going mm-hmm. to get divorced and that that was very apparent to me right off the bat, meaning right off the bat when we first separated. Like, there was really no coming back. And I just wanted her really to take the action and say what she wanted to do. But what I wish I would have done is understood that, one, it is absolutely inevitable for that we are actually going to get divorced. And I wish I wouldn't have wasted that time of just there was like this black hole of limbo limbo and just stuck feeling stuck and i can't do anything my hands are freaking tied i'm not going to go date because i'm still a married man i'm not going to by yeah. the letter of the law i am and so i was stuck and i felt stuck and i couldn't get out and the only way for me to get out was for me to take the action and actually do it. And even just logistical stuff. Finances weren't finalized. Right. Credit scores were probably right. still tied together. You know, so many things that were still connected that right. kept you from being able to move forward. Yeah. So there's someone who's that I've been in touch with on Instagram has been messaging me just today was saying his soon to be ex-wife is super in denial about the fact that this is actually ending. Yeah. has not accepted that and is still waiting for him to come back and thinks that her patience and long-suffering and understanding and kindness towards him will bring him back. And he's like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help her. She needs to move on and she just can't and isn't. He's like, I'm moving on. Yeah. And she's not. And she still thinks I'm coming back. And I didn't know what to, and I just said, she's 
you ought to refer her to one of Jessica's workshops. Like, yeah, I'm not in a position to help someone like her. You know, I, no. I know I've been helpful to him, but I was, so I was going to ask you, Jessica, is there something? And his response was just, I don't even know how she would take that. And she's so not ready for something like that. How can someone in his shoes help his soon to be ex move forward and be ready to actually take some steps there? And I don't know. Is there, do you have any thoughts there? My thought is he can't. No. And that is one of the hardest things in all of this is that you've been married for so long. You know each other very well. You're not getting divorced because you don't care about each other. But you have to start untangling your relationship. And by that, I mean, like, you can't feel responsible for the other person's thoughts and emotions and feelings in a way you shouldn't be even in your marriage but there's like a whole nother level of taking that step back when you're getting divorced of working through this of and i watch these people and they're like oh but this is going to hurt him i'm like but you are not responsible for his feelings if you are doing what is necessary for you and this goes for him as well if you are taking these steps because that's what needs to happen you can't do anything about that like they have to figure it out on their own and while that's hard to hear and Whatever, they're going to figure it out. They will get there. So am I hearing that maybe this individual that is messaging Steve possibly needs to put up the boundaries on his end of saying, hey, you know, I need to make it a very, very firm boundary Mm -hmm. with my ex so that she isn't feeling like there is this hope still that he is coming back. Mm -hmm. She might be taking things as signs of still potential. There's still this hope because he's crossing this particular boundary still. He's still caring for me. He's still so so what what should that boundary be? Not that anyone can decide that, but it has to be it has to be within their own relationship. And they have he has to identify, okay, what could this boundary be that I am crossing? Am I still paying for her car? Am I still paying for a mortgage for her? Am I still... Um, financial aspect. Yeah. Or am I still giving her big hugs when I see her? There's so many things. Like, am I still coming over and sitting down next to her and maybe holding her hand during dinner when she invites me over for dinner? Or There's, even just connecting, I, like, emotionally of sharing yeah. all of the things I'm going through and feeling. And while some of that is good and works in some situations, in other situations it does not. And like you're saying, they have to establish those boundaries for them. But like, those are things to consider. I think those are great things to consider, Matt. Because that's what he has control over is setting up his own personal boundaries with that other individual Mm -hmm. to give them that idea of, hey, really, the hope that you have is a lost hope. And that's really hard to swallow, right? Mm -hmm. Along with that, of understanding that just because you're setting a boundary in place now of creating some separation, some kind of what feel like hard boundaries, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that boundary can't soften Correct. as things go on. As people but, heal and those things, then those that can become a more fluid, loose boundary. But sometimes in the beginning, it's important to solidify that as yeah. so that you can't like solidify those boundaries so that you can heal in a safe place and then you can come back together. Right. right. So it's just, I just want to, I feel like we've been taught, and we talked about this in coaching the other day, 
that like our value, did we talk about this on the podcast, is based on our relationships. So our worth I don't think we have. and how we see ourselves is kind of based on our relationships. Like we ask, we ask people, oh, are you dating somebody? Are you, right. you know, do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a girlfriend? Are you in a relationship? Like it's just a common question. And, and I think and we internalize that as I'm only worthy if I'm in a relationship with someone. Well, and how awful is it when the response is, Oh, I'm sorry. Don't worry. The right person will come along. Yeah. <laughs> and I fall into this myself too with, mm-hmm. with my younger brother, right? Mm-hmm. Like, again, like I absolutely love my, my little brother and I just don't have anything really in common with him. And It's an easy conversation to have. And that's okay. And, and so a lot of times I catch myself, the only conversation that I have is, hey, have you gone any, on any dates recently? Mm-hmm. But like, why does it have to be that go-to question? Yeah. Right. What are you doing with your friends? What's you know right. maybe switch the conversation a little bit? And I've been trying to do that. Yeah, I figured you were thinking about that because we talked about that. But I think it's but, really hard yeah. to then find our own worth outside of those relationships. And even I was telling Matt, like I've been thinking about this a lot in. And I've thought about it with Matt, like, what does my worth look like or my identity look like if something were to happen to Matt and he weren't in my life anymore? And then I thought, what does my identity look like if something happens to Steve? Because even that in our relationship, part of my identity is tied into my relationship with Mm -hmm. you and making sure that that's healthy and not like an unhealthy amount. And I think it is pretty healthy. But if down the road... We had a falling out, you and I. Yeah. It'd be devastating. Yeah. It would It would be. <laughs> I, I was phrasing that as a question, but I didn't even finish it because I'm just, <laughs> just going to make it a statement of, yeah, I would consider that a failure. Not that there would be anything wrong with an no. ex-wife and an ex-husband who don't get along and don't aren't well, each other's people anymore. Like, that's totally fine. That's totally normal. Especially but, the level that we get along. Like, yeah. that wouldn't, we could step back a yeah, ton of steps and still have a good relationship. Yeah. <laughs> And still co-parent. and Yeah. But there is a part of me in this, uh, again, that's probably, this is probably not healthy. This probably ties back to this exact thing you're referencing of how society has taught us to be. But yes, I would see that as. It would like, be viewed negatively yeah. by yourself, by me, whatever. Mm-hmm. And because we have created this thing. And that probably has a lot to do with it. Is this, yeah, this whole platform. Now we probably. I've put some pressure on ourselves to maintain. But I don't feel pressure because this is like a natural, real thing. Yeah. And that's the thing is it's not like there is that pressure. But it would be something to consider if we did have a falling out. I'm sure when that, if that ever hit, it would be like, oh, crap. Yeah. Anyway, it's just something to think about is understanding your worth and identity outside of your relationships. Yeah. And keeping that in mind, if you are struggling in your marriage of what is my fear about leaving this marriage and how do I understand that and dive into that? This is interesting because I just was catching up with a friend recently who's now out of a relationship that they are like embarrassed. Literally, that's the word they said is I'd be embarrassed to move back to Boise at this point like Mm. because they think people are going to judge them for, oh, you left Boise for this relationship and now it failed and now you're back with like your tail between your legs and i'm like dude why do we carry that this is where your people are we're your friends like there's not none of that thought process in my mind about it like if boise is where you want to be come back like i'm here for you yeah why can't we here for you 
Why can't we switch the script of thinking, I'm back because I found this is what's best for me. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So honestly, (laughs) this is like what we're diving into at my retreat is this whole idea of reframing our stories so that we can boldly own our story of what we've been through, what's happened to us, whatever, and show up in a new way to life that feels empowering instead of feeling shame and guilt and all of those things around that. And I am so excited to dive into these things because it's, I mean, it's the work I do with women, but it's going to be on such a intense level for a weekend. So is this retreat specifically and only for women? It is. Okay. But we should form one that's for men too. We talked about this last week. I feel like <laughs> yeah. we're repeating. We're going to shoot guns, ride four wheelers. And <laughs> no, Matt. Call it a mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, it just, I obviously have been thinking about it. And then I remembered from people sharing those things of, things they said they'd never do. Mm -hmm. Uh, That one really stuck out to me. And I hear different versions of that same thing all the time of staying in a marriage where they're unhappy. And I just thought, man, how many of us are doing that? It's a big one. Any others that were noteworthy? Things people thought they would never do, but do? I can't remember. There were some funny ones that came in, but there weren't a ton that Mm. people sent in. Like people said, you know, cleaning the rooms, their kids' rooms Mm. being clean. (laughs) It's <laughs> a big one for a lot of people. People resonated with that. Somebody said leaving their counters. They said they'd never leave, have their counters dirty. And I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, I thought that too. But that's part of life. Speaking of cleaning rooms, I felt really bad last night because I flipped out on Hank. Matt's confession. <laughs> I'm guessing it's like confession time for me. How'd it go? Like I flipped out on him. Like, well... <laughs> Mind you, it is May 18th today, right? And why I flipped out is because last week I saw a hard-boiled egg from Easter sitting on his nightstand. Oh. And so last week I said, hey, dude, um, that's a hard-boiled egg on your nightstand there. Have you ever heard of a rotten egg? Like smells like a rotten egg? (laughs) Like that's going to happen real soon. That's from Easter. He's like, okay. And so fast forward to yesterday, last night, a week from when I told him about the hard-boiled egg, it's still sitting there. And I flipped out. (laughs) Did you bust it open? No. (laughs) Let the smell out? But here's the thing. The reason why I mostly flipped out is because during this whole time, he's on the phone with his girlfriend. So his girlfriend is hearing this whole conversation about me, you know, talking about this egg this yesterday so- or the first time, the first time. No, no, yesterday, yesterday last okay. night, and um, he just leaves his phone on, like so she can hear the whole conversation. And I was, and so at the end, I'm like, "Is that? Is, are you talking to somebody?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'm talking to so and so." I said, "Really?" He's like, "Oh yeah, let me put it on mute now." <laughs> so that didn't help the situation. And so answer. I flipped. <laughs> I anyways, but so and now Matt's feeling. And now I felt I I felt really bad because (laughs) and now his girlfriend is never coming over because she's terrified of Hank's dad. Probably (laughs) (laughs) for better or worse. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I don't know. (laughs) Oh, we all do those things sometimes. 
flip out, <laughs> lose our temper. It's part of life. <laughs> I mean, it, it ended with me giving him a big hug and saying I loved him. And anyways, talking through some things. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes we say we're not going to yell at our kids about dirty rooms. So we yell at our kids about dirty rooms. And yeah. It's okay. It's life. All because one egg. <laughs> One rotten one, egg. One bad egg. <laughs> be the bad egg. Eggs. <laughs> one bad egg in the bunch. And to be clear, Hank is not the bad egg. <laughs> <laughs> no. The bad the egg. The literal well, the egg, egg is the bad egg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we are signing off for the summer. We've got some exciting openers coming for next season we are super excited about openers yeah our opening episode i have some awesome ideas the guys are looking at me like what i know i'm sure you can't (laughs) it's gonna be awesome we look forward to seeing you stay with us during the summer be sure to listen in to hear all the details for upcoming stuff that we have have a great week have a great summer have a great summer (laughs) see you soon All right, you guys, thanks for listening. Here at Husband-in-Law and The Bold Logic, we believe that there are six values that can really make your relationship amazing and take it to the next level. Those values are love, appreciation, acceptance, kindness, respect, and understanding. Today, I wanted to give you guys a challenge for appreciation. We want you guys to go and let somebody know that they are appreciated today. That can be as simple as sending a text, writing a letter, making a phone call. Maybe you pick up something special for them at the grocery store. Just something small to let them know that you're thinking about them and you appreciate what they're doing. We've encouraged you to do this before and we are going to extend this challenge again. Go do it today. A little appreciation goes a long way.